Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Welcome, everyone, to the Mind Valley podcast. Our guest today probably needs no introduction if you're an avid reader of personal growth. He has written 15 best selling books on leadership. And uh, you've definitely heard of the book that made him a household name, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. That book changed my life. Robin Sharma went on to write multiple other books, including The Leader Who Had No Title, which has topped bestseller list internationally. His social media posts reach over 600 million people a year. He's been published in 62 countries and 70 five languages and get this in a survey of american ceos and business leaders robin sharma was voted one of the top five most influential leaders in business to follow so he's back with his new book the 5 a.m club he has spent four years working on the content of this book many of my closest friends were so deeply influenced by this book that they start their day early in the morning and getting their lives completely in order. For example, my right-hand person, Anita, she swears by this book. She is one of the most organized people in the world. She keeps me on track. She's the CEO for my brain. She wakes up at 5 a.m., loves this book, goes on a 10-kilometer run, and um, she's a little intense, but this book makes has made her the person she is, and she is the person who supports me in everything I do. So I cannot vouch for this book enough. Now, Robin Sharma, welcome to the Mind Valley podcast. Hi, Vishen. It's wonderful to talk to you. Uh, really appreciate the opportunity to uh, share share my insights with uh, your worldwide following. Thank you, Robin. So firstly, congratulations on how well this book has been doing. It's, it's all over the place. Um, it's been killing it on Amazon. And... Uh, it's also getting some some interesting criticism, but um, as we speak, it has been on bestseller list across the world. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, I, I think, um, well, first of all, I spent four years on the book. I put my heart and soul in the book. I wanted to handcraft every line. And so it's it's great to see the response to the book. And I think the response is because it works. And you mentioned the criticism. I think you know, it's it's a wake-up call for people's greatest selves. Uh, it's a book that challenges people to leave mediocrity and pursue mastery. It's a book that provokes people to reach deep within their hearts and their souls and reconnect with the hero that lives inside of them. It's a roller coaster ride of the latest neuroscience on elite performance. And at the end of the book, there's philosophy on how the great women and men of the world conducted their lives. So not everyone is ready for that kind of wake-up call. Not not everyone believes enough in themselves to reclaim their primal nature. And so um, those who are ready, and there's obviously a lot of them, given how successful the book is right now, uh, but not everyone. So it's Sometimes it's easier vision to shoot the messenger than embrace the message. Very true. And you know what? A great book is often not for everyone. I, uh, I had Ken Wilber 
uh, review my book, Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And he said, you know, this book is great. Based on integral theory, this book is only for people who are at the green or purple level. People at the blue or red level are going to hate the book. And it's, I guess it's the same with your book. This book is for, like you said, high performers. As I said, my um, chief of staff, the person who runs my life, swears by this. But let's get started. What is the 5 a.m. club? What's the idea here? So if you look at the greatest corporate titans, if you look at a lot of the best athletes, if you look at a lot of the great warriors, you'll look at a lot of the great humanitarians, they had one thing in common. They rose before the sun. Even a lot of the great saints and mystics realized there is something very special. There's a magic in the air uh, before the sun rises. And so I used to be a litigation lawyer many years ago. I was struggling in my own life because I, I had success, but I was very empty. And so what I did was I really got deep into what makes the truly successful and the most fulfilled people on the planet live and perform as they as they do. And one of their common habits was their morning routine. Um, as, as I started teaching leadership and working with some of the most successful people in the world, um, I started calibrating a morning formula called the 5 a.m. club. I wrote about it in the book you mentioned, the, the, the monk who sold his Ferrari, and I've been teaching the 5 a.m. club method for, for 20 years to my highest level clients. What I decided to do, I mean, the world is in a volatile place right now. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are exhausted. A lot of people are discouraged. So I decided to share the 5 a.m. club method, uh, which has helped, you know, my billionaire's client, clients so much. I, I decided to put the formula in this new book, uh, along with a lot of my other methodologies and philosophies, so that it would be accessible for anyone who not only wants to be an elite performer, but wants to live with greater creativity, productivity, prosperity, and soulfulness. Now, the 5 a.m. club means waking up at 5 a.m. and dedicating a portion of your morning to personal growth, correct? Absolutely. I mean, the way you begin your day dramatically sets up the way your day is going to unfold. And so that first hour from five to six, I call it the victory hour in the book, is really the one habit that will elevate other every other habit. And this isn't just some kind of um, anecdotal morning protocol. I've researched it and I've applied it for over 20 years with people who really are building fortunes, not only fortunes in terms of their enterprises, fortunes in terms of their 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 financial life, for, fortunes in terms of their performance, fortunes in terms of their impact. And so uh, basically the, the essence of the book is the 20-20-20 formula, and I'm happy to get into it. We would love to hear that. I've heard of your 2020-20 formula. I think it is so powerful. I would love for you to talk about that. For, for sure. So I, I guess the context is the research of University College London that says any human being that does a new skill for 66 days eventually reaches a point called automaticity. So anyone who might be saying, well, I can't get up early. I'm not an early bird. It sounds too hard. I would invite that person to really open up their minds and their hearts to the science. And the science says, we are built to change. The gift of genius is not genetics. The gift of every genius from Michelangelo to Shakespeare to Kobe to Kanye is really 
neuroplasticity. Every one of us has a brain built to change. Most of us want that. We want world class, but we're not willing to do the things required to live at world class. And what I'm suggesting, and I'm obviously very passionate about this, is every one of your listeners across the planet, give yourself 66 days to try the 5 a.m. club method. Believe in yourself for that because then you will reach a point where it acts automaticity, where it actually becomes easier to get up at 5 a.m. than not get up at 5 a.m. And then once you're up at 5 a.m., what do you do? Well, I go into great depth in the 5 a.m. club book, but at a high level, the 20-20-20 formula is essentially this. The first 20 minutes from 5 to 5.20 is about movement. When you get up, most of us feel groggy, cranky, and we want to go back to sleep. When you win the battle of the bed and get up and you start moving and you do sweaty exercise, it must be intense exercise, skipping, do a soul cycle class, go for a run, do burpees. What's going to happen is you're going to actually activate a pharmacy of mastery in your brain. You're going to release BDNF. John Rady at Harvard calls it miracle grow for the brain. You're going to repair brain cells that have been damaged by stress. You're going to release dopamine, the inspirational neurotransmitter. You're going to reduce cortisol. You're going to activate your metabolic engine so you're going to burn fat more quickly. Now, just because of that 20-minute burst of intense activity, it's 520, you're going to feel on fire. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more focused. Okay, now what second pocket of the 20-20-20 formula is all about reflection. 520 to 5.40, This is where you reconnect with your mighty mission. You reconnect with your mountaintop. You think about your values. You write in a journal. You meditate. You pray. You reconnect and rebuild the relationship with your truest self versus your ego and your insecure self. Okay, now final pocket of the 2020-20 formula, high level, is all about growth. You, Mind Valley, you stand for growth at one of the highest levels in the world. We've both worked with billionaires. I've coached many of the most successful people on the planet for going into my third decade. The billionaires have one thing in common. They're ridiculously curious and they understand the woman or man who grows the most wins. So this is where while the rest of the world sleeps, you spend 20 minutes watching a Mind Mind Valley course or a TED talk or an audio book, listening to an audio book, you read, you read a book, you go through your battle plans, you do something to build your growth. Now it's six o'clock, you're on fire, you've optimized your cognition, your energy is high, you're reconnected with your priorities. If you did that consistently, what would happen to the quality of your day and the quality of your performance, the quality of your prosperity, quality of your life? So, so that, that, that's brilliant. Now, a couple of questions. And what I did was I reached out to my following on Instagram at vision. And I asked people, what are your biggest questions for Robin specifically on the 5am club? So I'd like to, I'd like to ask you some questions that some of your fans are asking. So Shastri Mete asks, hi vision, please ask him on journaling. How do I actually use journaling during the 2020? Excellent. So that would be the second pocket of the 20-20-20 formula on reflection. Um, Vision journaling has transformed my life. When I've been at the top of the mountain 
and in the sunshine seasons, I write gratitude. I write about my intentions. I write about my ambitions. I write about my future, right? Your intentions are creative. When you write in a journal, you are rewiring your narrative and reprogramming your subconscious mind. There is something incredibly powerful about actively writing with paper, with a pen, not digital, who you want to become today. It's the habit researchers call it a pre-commitment strategy. A lot of people say, I can't get things done. Well, the key is writing down your intentions and who you want to be is a pre-commitment strategy that gives you the willpower to get things done. When I've been in the painful seasons of my life, I've poured out my pain in a journal. I have written about my confusion and 40 pages later, later, I've gotten to clarity. I have written about my sorrows so that I could feel more joy. If you don't process through low vibration, toxic emotions, you're going to suppress them. Those will affect your focus, your creativity, and your performance. That's fascinating, Robert. Now, you, you go deep into the journaling process in the book, right? There is an entire model called the journaling deconstruction in the book. I mean, basically the 5M club is about a hundred times more than just the morning routine I've shared with billionaires that have transformed their lives. It's, it's a series of mental frameworks for morning routine, daily routine, increasing your prosperity and your performance. So is it like Lego bricks where you can adjust and swap in and out the routine that matters to you? Absolutely. I think, you know, this is the framework, It's but create what works best for your life. So that's good. But where does meditation fit in? Meditation fits in, I would say, ideally two times a day. It would fit in in the second pocket of the 20-20-20 formula under reflection. Uh, so that, that would be 20 minutes at the front end of your day. And then I often encourage meditation before you go to sleep because one there's a whole chapter in the 5 a.m. club on your pre-sleep routine. If you want to get up at five, if you want to get up at 5 a.m., it really depends on what you do before you go to sleep. And one of the best things you can do is meditate before you sleep. That's really interesting. Now, a big question that that's been circulating here in our offices at Mind Valley is that. Do we really need to wake up at 5 a.m.? Can't we do this at 6 or 7? What about people who have kids, you know? Um, does that affect the schedule? How flexible is this? Well, it's as flexible and concrete as you want to make it. Uh, I often hear people saying, I'm on a, sh I, I'm a shift worker. I sleep at 3, 3 a.m. How can I become a member of the 5 a.m. club? The reality is vision. You can't. You know, we know the science. The number one way to cut your life short is to not get enough sleep. Okay. So there's an entire chapter on the essentialness of sleep. People who have not read the book judge the book and say, I can't get up. I can't get up at 5 a.m. I'll be sleep deprived. The book specifically is a chapter explaining how important sleep is, right? It's essentially get your seven hours and then you'll be able to get up at 7 a.m. If someone has a baby, maybe get up at three times a week at 5 a.m. But I'll, I'll share with you one thing. Millions of people have joined the 5 a.m. club 
And millions of people have transformed their life through this method. So it's it absolutely works for people ready to, to, to run the protocol. But if one is running the method exactly as you say, but they're choosing to get up at 7 a.m., then are they still part of the 5 a.m. club? Well, I think they're part of the 7 a.m. club. You're non-negotiable on the 5 a.m. Well, well, here, the, the monks got up at 5 a.m. The great sages of the world got up before the sun. Many of the best poets, artists, and entrepreneurs, you know, Michelle Obama, 5 a.m., Tim Cook, Apple, 5 a.m., and what so much philosophy i know you're a philosopher why did so many of the people who elevated the progress of humanity rise before the sun i believe i believe there is an energy and a peace in the air before the sun comes up that you simply cannot access if you want to enter the secret order of the great women and men of the world get thoughts that change the world connect with your deepest self it doesn't happen at seven i believe and i've experienced it happens at five or even 4 a.m and if you want to go even deeper there's an energy there's an energy and, an, and, and a vibration at that time. So let's say the average man or woman needs seven to eight hours of sleep, right? So getting up at 5 a.m. means we're going to bed at what? Around 9, 9, 10? Yes, yeah. All right. Um, so what you're, what you're advocating is don't cut back on your sleep. Simply go to sleep earlier, right? Know what is your how much optimal sleep you need and go to sleep earlier. Um, so that's one. And I guess that gets rid of a whole bunch of criticism. I just saw a video on Instagram, for example, where the, the author of this video uh, criticized the 5 a.m. club because she said, and I don't know if she even read the book, but she said that the book doesn't take into account the fact that many people just want to, to rest, to recover, to get enough sleep. And recovery is so important. And giving yourself nurturing is so important. We don't have to live such intense lives. How would you respond to that? I would I would respond to that with first of all with a lot of respect and secondly I would say that's someone who hasn't read the 5 a.m. club the as I've mentioned there's an entire chapter on the essentialness of sleep there's even a model called the twin cycles of elite performance that says run cycles of high excellence with an elite performance and then make sure you go into a DRC deep recovery cycle where you actually make time for yourself nurture your assets of genius enjoy the magic of life read great books and slow things down so we're, we're both that person you mentioned and i are singing from the same songbook I'm, I'm i'm a great evangelist you're a great evangelist of sleep and recovery absolutely i you know i i personally live an artist's life and I, when i work with the nba superstars for example uh or or the the billionaires one of the most important things i say is work five great hours a day that's it a work sprint of massive intensity and then go mountain biking, go get a massage, go to an art gallery and enjoy life. That is a fascinating idea. Fascinating. After you finish your masterwork, maybe it's your next book vision, take a year off and, and, and go live in Colombia. I mean, this, this idea of setting goals 24 seven, working 24 seven in the 5am club, I, I actually say that actually erodes your genius and it's not sustainable. Right. I am so happy you say that, Robin.
one of the keys to legendary is longevity. And so what I encourage in the book is learn how, and I go into it in great detail with frameworks, learn how to run your life in oscillations and pulses. In other words, you have a season where you bring on your fire, your And then you have a season where you rest and recover, you read books, you take long walks, you have three-hour meals with your loved ones. Because here's a key I I offer to you. We are not not artificial intelligence, we are biological animals. And biological animals live by seasons. In the wintertime, we rest, hibernate, and regroup. And then in the springtime, we plant, perform. And And if you look at the great artists, that's how they lived. They did their masterwork, and then they retreated and incubated their ideas. Then they came back out from the wilderness into the world, produced their next masterpiece, and then pulled back. So any criticism of the 5 a.m. club that it's going to deplete you and it's it's you know 24-7 productivity, they, they do not understand the methodology, and they likely haven't read the book. We, we live in a world where people love to criticize without knowing what they're talking about. For sure, 100%. But I, I want to understand this deeper, right? So in many cultures, for example, uh, where I'm at right now, uh, family is really important. My kids go to bed at 9.30. Sometimes I have my parents over in the house or friends over in the house well till 11 p.m. So realistically, I typically cannot get to bed till 11. Now I know, because I've measured using an aura ring, that I need about seven hours of sleep. This means that I have to wake up at six, sometimes at seven, to get my seven hours. Is that Fine. If, if I'm waking up at six now in Malaysia, which is where I am right now, the sun doesn't rise till seven o'clock. Um, is that fine that I'm waking up at six? Can I still call myself part of the 5 a.m. club and get the official membership card? Or is that cheating? I'm going to still send you the official membership card. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the most important thing to remember is the way you begin your day sets up the way you live your day. The 20-20-20 formula vision, you can run it from six to seven, and you are go- you are going to transform your mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, which which actually is a very disruptive model from the book I'd love to get into, uh, because it's not everyone's just talking about mindset. In the 5 a.m. club, I say that mindset is only 25% of the personal mastery equation, and I've introduced some new terms that are ve- I think are very relevant. But yes, you can get up at 6 a.m. Yes, you can run the 20-20-20 formula then. Yes, you're going to get all, all, a lot of the benefits. I still am a great evangelist about the quietude, the tranquility the absolute peacefulness and ability to connect with your bravest self before the sun comes up. We live in a world where tranquility is the new luxury, and you get that at 5 a.m., 6 o'clock, people, there is more distraction. I see. Okay, so I want to ask you this other question. Dr. Michael Bruce, who is America's sleep doctor, he talks about an idea called chronotypes. Right. And he suggests that different people have different sleep patterns. They are people who do their best work in the late evenings, sometimes after 10, 11 p.m. Many programmers I know, for example, highly productive in the evenings from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. So that's a particular chronotype. Then there are chronotypes that get up early. Now, Dr. Michael Bruce said, and and I'm curious to know your response to this. He said that, look, the 5 a.m. club only works for about 30% of the population because that's the chronotype. 
it wouldn't work for 70%. I'm curious to know what are your thoughts on this? Well, I would say there was a, a much smaller, you know, I'm, I'm not going to respond to the doctor you mentioned. I'll just say, based on my research, there's a, a small group of the population that are night owls, that are naturally night owls. And, and those people, I found it very fascinating, those people became night owls because back in the ancient tribal days, those were the guardians of the tribe. And so they actually watched over everyone else sleeping. The majority was sleeping through the night. So that now in the modern age, those are the night owls. They're a very small majority based on all of my research. Secondly, I would say, have a look at my Instagram feed, have a look at my YouTube videos, have a look at all the buzz around the 5 a.m. club. These are people from every possible walk of life from, you know, many, many nations across the planet. And if you just look at the actual response, it's so clear. They're saying they've read the 5 a.m. club, they've practiced it for 66 days, and it has totally revolutionized their life. You said at the the beginning, you know, your your executive assistant has done it and and it's transformed her life. I I am absolutely passionate about the power of the 5 a.m. club in this book, Vision, because I have seen it work for people who are non-believers, I've seen it work for firefighters, I've seen it work for billionaires. And we live in a world where people are struggling, people are looking for quick fixes, people are looking for a real tool based on science as well as philosophy with methodology that will help them reclaim their creativity, reclaim their prosperity, get out of frustration, and live better lives before they reach the end. And that's what the 5 a.m. club does. And what I love about the 5 a.m. club is is that it really gets you focused on your personal growth, right? And most people forget this. Like, we live these lives obsessed with a career, with money, with running the 9 to 5, with taking care of our kids and our family, forgetting to invest in personal growth. Sri Kumar Rao, who's a famous MBA professor and also one of our Mind Valley authors, along with you, uh, said that the number one thing that business schools are not teaching in America is that the number one thing in your life has to be your personal growth. It should trump everything else. If your business grows, if your if your business succeeds, doesn't matter. Did you grow? If your business fails, doesn't matter. Did you grow? Growth should be the number one thing. I'm guessing you agree with this. Oh, I, I've been I've been on that soapbox for going o- over twenty years. I believe the doorway to success does not swing outward; it swings inward. I believe that you will never rise any higher in terms of your income and impact than the level of your self identity. And that's why in the five a.m. club there is a model that is very disruptive, and it's called the four interior empires. You, we hear so much on social media, at conferences, everything is mindset. If you would only be a positive thinker, if you would only rewire your mind, everything will be okay. Well, if that was the solution to a world-class life, then why aren't most of us in the personal, who who consume personal growth content, why haven't we revolutionized our lives? The, The model in the book, and I'll just very high level, mindset 
is only 25% of the personal mastery equation. I believe there are three other interior empires that if you work on them will lead to every external empire that you're looking for, whether it's financial, creative, applause, love, happiness. The first, the first interior empire is mindset. We all know about, of course, Purifying your mindset so you release toxic beliefs will affect your perform, elevate your performance. The second interior empire in the book is a new word I'm introducing called heart set. You can have a great mindset, which is only your psychology, but vision if your emotionality is full of pain, sorrow, resentment, and disappointment because you haven't processed through those toxic emotions you are going to be blocked to world-class performance. But it's not only mindset and heart set. The third interior empire in the book is health set, because energy is more important than even your intelligence. And then finally, the fourth interior empire is your soul set. And soul set is not religious. If you want to make more money as an entrepreneur, if you want to be happier, if you want to be more productive, soul set, the fourth interior empire, is mission critical because your soul set is simply your relationship with your finest self. Your soul set is really reconnecting with the primitive hero that lives at your core before the world taught you to disbelieve who you are and your gifts and your talents. And so every morning at 5 a.m., if you take that victory hour and spend 60 minutes working on your mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, you walk out into the day and you are fundamentally more focused, productive, brave, and of service to the world that you cannot help but change the world. I love that. I love that formula. That's beautiful and so easy to remember. Okay, so it's mindset, mindset, heart set, health set, soul set. Okay, so... 20 minutes, you're doing exercise. That is obviously uh, your health set. And then you're doing journaling, maybe some meditation, some introspection and reflection. That is heart set. And then you're studying. That's, that's um, a mindset. What is soul set? Soul set is in terms of the, the tactic. Well, in, in terms of the 5 a.m. club, where, where are we contributing to soul set? It would be the second pocket of reflection where you could be praying uh, part part of journaling is connecting with your priorities and who you truly are you could be meditating because meditating is not only heart set where you're releasing toxic emotions and insecurity meditating could also be reconnecting with with your, your higher nature some people call it god some people call it life some people call it soul during that 20 minutes from 520 to 540 that's when you elevate your soul set i love how precise you are from 20 minutes from 520 to 540 okay so i got a whole bunch of other questions that are coming in from instagram uh as we are doing this now this is from a lady who calls herself the underscore gracious underscore soul she says I'm not able to wake up at 5 a.m., even if I went to sleep at 11 p.m. Why is this happening? Well, I don't know her specific circumstance. One thing, um, in the 5 a.m. club, there's a model called the Habit Installation Protocol, which explains to people how to install the 5 a.m. club habit. And there's actually three phases. The first 22, 22 days are the destruction phase. 
22 days. That's where you're actually destroying old neural architecture in your brain, your old habits, and old emotional architecture. The second 22 days, roughly, is all about installation. That's where you're installing the new habit. And the final 22 days is implementation. Here's a key brain tattoo for, for that individual and for all of your listeners. All change is hard at first. It's messy in the middle and it's gorgeous at the end. So I don't know if she stayed with the 5 a.m. club method for 66 days. The reality is I believe most people just try it for a week and then they give up when it gets hard. But all all you've all valuable change is hard at first. Otherwise, it wouldn't be great change. Okay, so this, this is another good question. This is from Josh Lee. 007. How do I handle the drowsiness when you wake up early? Well, it's it's exactly what I mentioned. Get on a treadmill. Right. You start moving. Okay. So that's good. That, that answers the question. Here's the key. The way you feel when you wake up is not the way you're going to feel 20 minutes later if you run the 20-20-20 formula. <laughs> that's a brilliant insight. It's so simple, but that's brilliant. Okay. Now, Poika underscore, P-O-O-I-K-A underscore says, how does... How does one deal with social events parties that usually happen after 9 p.m. without losing sleep? Well, you know, I mean, it's you can go to a social event two times a week. Maybe you don't have to go and run the 5 a.m. club method five times out of the week. Got it. So it's not something you have to do every single day. You you adjust based on your your lifestyle. Yeah, but I'd also say if you're going to too many social events, that probably explains why you're not as productive, creative, prosperous. You know, we live in a world where it's all social events. It's all having fun. It's it's well, I mean, you can you can go to social events every night or you can change the world and have a world class life. You can't do both. No, I love it. I, I, I love I love how direct you are. OK, so this is a really good question from Trainer Mansi. He said, what was the inspiration behind writing this amazing book? It was the 5 a.m. club changed my life. It was I've worked with many of the world's billionaires over many years. And I taught this methodology that I explain in the book to them. And a lot of these people have all the money in the world and they have a heart. Their, their hearts are broken because they've lost their family or they're lonely in their mansions or they have no sense of service to the world or connection to the world. A lot of billionaires, the reality is, based on my experience, they have a lot of money and, not, and nothing else. And so when I taught them this 5 a.m. club method, the 20-20-20 formula, and also there's another model in the book called the 10 rituals of daily genius. That includes the two massage protocol, the second wind workout, the 90-91 rule. When I taught them this whole philosophy, it revolutionized their their lives. It revolutionized their happiness. It revolutionized their productivity. It revolutionized their sense of connection. It reordered the re relationships. It even made them more money. And so as I look around the world, there are so many people who are frustrated, exhausted, making excuses. I wanted to write the 5 a.m. club and take this, this method that I've shared with the superstars and make it accessible to any human being on the planet, whether that's a 16-year-old student in 
Buenos Aires, whether it's a billionaire in Mumbai, whether it's someone in Shanghai or or in a hedge fund trader in New York City. And that's why I wrote the 5am club. And that's why I spent four years on it. I just wanted to put my heart and soul in this book and get every single line right. And I wrote when I was exhausted and I wrote when my publisher said it's done, submit it. And I wrote when I encountered self-doubt and I wrote until I made sure it was the best piece of work I've ever done. And, you know, what I like about it is that it's so simple, right? It, it's, it's, a, it's most of us lead these unconscious morning routines that we learn from our parents and we never really question them. And I love how this book applies so much science and gives you a routine that's proven and a routine that many top performers are using. Now, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that if you wake up at 5 a.m., you wake up at 6 a.m., it's really about waking up before the sun rises. So you have that quiet time, correct? Absolutely correct. And can I just very honestly share share something? Uh-huh. Well, you know, I so appreciate the the comments that you've shared from, you know, that videographer and different people. And that's just you being real and that's us being real vision. And yet, you know, Ellen Langer, one of the most preeminent research psychologists at Harvard, came up with a term called the psychology of possibility. And victims love can't. People who live great lives, they love can't. And so I, I say that with deep respect, but it's, you know, I've, I've heard I can't get up at 5 a.m. You know, it, it doesn't work by someone who I don't even think read the book. Uh, what if this? What if that? What if I have a social engagement? What if this? If the larger point, and I say this with great love and respect, but I say this directly to any one of your listeners. If you are clinging to dear life to your excuses, if you all are all about, here's why I can't get up at 5 a.m., then don't read the book. This book is for people with open minds, open hearts, who are willing to do some work to live a gorgeous life. No idea will work for someone not interested in doing the work. If you just want to play with your phone and look at bikini pictures and selfies, then the 5am club is not for you and, and personal growth is not for you and building a great business is not for you and changing the world is not for you. If everything is, here's why I can't do it and resistance, then you're not going to be able to, first of all, even hear a new idea. And then secondly, you're not going to do the work to install it, to get it into a habit. So it won't work for you. And you are absolutely right. So let me tell you a story that lends credibility to, to what you're writing about. I've been searching for the longest time for a chief of staff, right? A chief of staff is basically a CEO's backup brain. And of course, this has to be someone who is really amazing, someone that I have to work with closely. And I interviewed Anita, and she's a big fan of the 5am club. She wakes up at 5am every day and dedicates herself to personal growth. But in that interview, she said one thing, and I instantly said yes and I stopped interviewing everyone else and gave her the job on the spot. And that one thing was that she was part of the 5 a.m. club. Because I knew if I was choosing a chief of staff who was part of the 5 a.m. club, this person is going to be disciplined. This person is going to be committed to their personal growth. This person is going to be able to keep up with me. This person is going to be growing like uh, growing like crazy because I grow like crazy, right? And this person was going to be someone who is reliable, disciplined, and has their shit together. And that's the kind of person I wanted around me. 
I hired someone because the 5am club I felt was a greater predictor of how they were going to function as my right-hand person than any dumb college degree. I, I hear you and I appreciate what you're saying. And there is a reason why so many of the most successful and unhappy people on the planet are early risers. And this is not get up at 5am and scratch your stomach and then, you know, say say seven affirmations. This is a calibrated morning routine that I've written about in the book and shared that, first of all, like I say, it's it's helped, you know, millions of people. But secondly, it's based on science. I mean, anyone who says, well, you know, I'll be tired. It's it's hard at first. It's messy in the middle. And then you wire in the habit. It's like it's like playing chess. Are you a, are you a chess master after the first 30 days? It's like it's like in a, re, a relationship. A great relationship is a pro, world class is not an event. It's a process. Great businesses, great relationships and a soaring, creative, loving, high impact life takes work every day and it takes a process. But if you make a decision today to apply the 5am club method and do the work, I it it will not work for everyone out of a million people, but it's going to work massively for most people. This brings us to another question I got from one of your fans uh, with the Instagram handle, I am poppy hair. So firstly, great handle. Secondly, the question is, and you touched on this earlier, but I want you to repeat it because it's so important. How long will it take someone to do this until it becomes automatic? Great question. I'll go right to the research. University College London, it takes approximately 66 days of practicing a new habit until it becomes wired in to the point of automaticity, where it actually becomes easier, for example, to get up at 5 a.m. than stay in bed. That 66-day thing is important. In your, your program with Mindvalley, Hero Genius Legend, that is a 66-day quest, uh, same reason. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, now, now, Robin, in our final in our final. 10 minutes or so, I want to ask you to criticize or critique rather me and my schedule. So I'm going to share with you my current schedule and I want you to tear it apart. Okay. Um, cause I'm going to treat you as a mentor and, and I want you to tell me what you would adjust. So I wake up, um, I use an aura ring. I'm super diligent about my sleep. I tend to go to bed between, um, 11 and midnight because that's my writing time. I'm most creative as a writer after 11 p.m. So typically I go to bed at midnight. I wake up at 7.30 to um, to get the kids dressed for school, get them dressed, make sure they have breakfast, drop them at school. I'm back an hour later. So now it's 8.30. So at 8.30 to 9, I meditate for half an hour. Then 9 to 9.30, I go to the gym. Then I make myself a healthy breakfast, get ready to work, uh, get ready to, to get dressed for work. And from 10 to 10.30, 10.45 as I'm driving to work. That's when I'm listening to my educational podcasts or to Mind Valley Quest programs. So I'm doing 30 minutes of meditation, 30 minutes of exercise, around 30 to 45 minutes of educational programs. It's not early. I, I only really get time for myself at 8.30 and I'm doing it spread out. What do you think I can do to optimize? Well, you know, you're very gracious to to ask me to criticize your morning routine. I'm not I'm not in the business of criticism. It, if it's working for you flawlessly and you think it suits you perfectly, then I'd honor that. You know, honor 
Uh, there's a model in the 5am club called joy is a gps your happiness leads you to where you're meant to be if you are if you are joyful and you feel you're on fire then follow it i was i was recently in new york and i saw this dental clinic i think it was called soul dental and it said the the things that set you on fire are where you're meant to be and so if if your morning routine sets you on fire great let me ask you just a, a direct question. Um, do you think that morning routine you currently have is optimal and serving you and serving your genius? Or do you think, are you open to something new and maybe perhaps better? I am totally open to something new and totally open to something better. And I'd love to get your advice. Okay. Are you open to making a commitment uh, for 66 days? Absolutely. Awesome. I think that's absolutely awesome. So I would invite you to take the next 66 days, make a very public declaration to all your readers and followers, and give yourself nine weeks, 60, approximately 66 days. Um, you'll see in the 5am club, I've listed the 2020-20 formula. I've listed the, the other 10 rituals. I would run the process for 66 days. And after those 66 days, following the 5am the club method, the 20-20-20 formula, the other routines, like doing a second wind workout at the end of the day, uh, like, like um, working in 90-minute work sprints, after those 66 days, I would judge how is your performance, your productivity, your happiness, and your overall life, and make your decision from there. I like that. I like that. Now, I'm going to adjust that a bit. So I'm, I'm going to share with the world what, what I'm planning on doing right now. One of the most interesting things I realized that is missing from my life is journaling, right? And that's what I want to soak up in your book. I'm not currently journaling, but I've just been bumping into the most incredible people around the world who've been talking about journaling. In the last one month, I bumped into Yannick Silver. Uh, he actually... Uh, famous entrepreneur. I bumped into him on Necker Island and he has a book coming out uh, with, with, I believe it's, it's um, Hay House and it's on journaling. And then I'm at the airport and I bump into the MIT professor Otto Sharma, who created the you journaling process. Now you're the third person in the span of like one month telling me about journaling. I'm going to take that as a sign and I'm going to buy a freaking journal. Um, so that's one. So I'm really going to soak that in. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to create a uh, an optimized morning routine that brings in health, brings in journaling, because I'm not doing it yet, and do 20 minutes every day of a mind valley quest. I'm going to wake up before the sun rises. For, for me, it's probably going to be around 6 a.m. or 6.30. Um, and I'm going to try that and see how that elevates my life. So thank you for putting me on that path. You're welcome. In the last five minutes we have, do you have any closing words? Well, I, I would say, you know, we are all born into genius as human beings. We, as little kids, we were intimate with the awe and wonder. We, we wanted to be astronauts and we wanted to be heroes and we wanted to be firefighters and we wanted to be, you know, dreamers. And what starts to happen after we leave the perfection of childhood we adopt the mindsets and the heart sets and the health sets and the soul sets of our parents and our teachers and our peers and the culture. And we start vision, what I call the process of self-betrayal. And we start to lose that connection with the primal hero 
and that sense of love and bigness and creativity that is our true nature. And then we end up at 25 or 35 or 75, having contracted, and, and we've lost that access to who we truly are. And so what I'd say is, you know, the, we live in a time where the world needs pure heroes. The last chapter of the 5 a.m. club is all about, it, it takes place in Nelson Mandela's prison cell. And we, we need more Nelson Mandela's. We need more Rosa Parks's on the planet. We need more Martin Luther King Jr.'s. And that doesn't mean we need to be these humanitarians. Every single one of your listeners has this genius and this love and this wonder and this magic within them. So the question then becomes, how do we reclaim it? How do we rebuild that relationship with our heroic selves? And the best way, the best way that I know how to do that is to rise before the sun in the age of dramatic distraction and give yourself one hour to feed yourself, to feed your mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, to take care of your, 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 your health, to take care of your mind, to take care of your heart, to take care of your soul. Then you walk out in the world, you're not activated, you're standing in your true power, you're being true to yourself. Your creativity will rise, your productivity will rise, your performance will rise, your prosperity will rise, and your service to the world will rise. So I would, I would simply say, life is ultimately very short. And what really matters at the end is who we become and how many people we've served. And that really comes down to finding an hour at the beginning of your day and working on yourself. So you become bigger, stronger, wiser, and more loving. And if you're not, if you don't do that, you, you run the risk of getting to the end of your life and being on your deathbed and saying, I was busy being busy and playing with my phone, but I never really honored my gifts and my talents. That's a pretty sad place to be at the end of your life. I love that, Robin. And you know what? That final line, I was busy being busy, reminded me of another important nuance that you said around 45 minutes ago. And I want to make sure we repeat it so the audience gets it. You suggested that we truly only focus on like five hours a day of focused, productive work. I thought that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful idea too. There's a lot of science backing that up. Yeah, I call it the five great hours concept and the science confirms we work best in intense work sprints, not 10 hours a day, not 12 hours a day. Mm, perfect. So thank you so much, Robin. And folks, if you're listening to this, um, Robin Sharma is the kind of guy who will completely transform your life and he's going to kick your butt in, in the process. But that's what a good leader and a good coach does. Check out the 5 a.m. club. I just got this book, Robin. Thank you so much for the the personal signature. This is awesome. I'm going to start reading it. I'm super excited about the journaling section. And uh, like I said, people who read this book and who practice the 5 a.m. club, probably the people you want to hire, probably the people you want having your back, probably the people you want having your team, probably the people you want to be. So I'm excited to apply these to my life and to see where it takes me. Vishen, thank you very much. I'd love to mention two quick things. So um, when your listeners invest in the 5 a.m. club, at the back of the book uh, is access to a free 66-day program where I mentor them on how to install the program. 
and I walk with them and I'm, I work with them uh, through videos, no charge whatsoever for 66 days until the 5 a.m. club method becomes automatic. And the second thing, you know, this is very dear to me, but uh, a portion of my royalties on the 5 a.m. club is going to help children suffering from leprosy. It's a very... Um, very difficult affliction. A lot of people are not talking about leprosy. And so I just wanted to mention that when people invest in the 5am club, they're not only investing in something that's going to revolutionize their mornings and their lives, they're going to help a child who's in need. So we, we all can win by doing that. And the final thing is it's in all good bookstores around the world uh, or on amazon.com. Amazing, Robin. Thank you so much. Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast.